This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Greg McBride of Allendale for our discussion to start the week. Greg, what are we seeing taking place on the grains? A little bit backing off of the uh, the markets here, uh, trying to maybe go test uh, contract lows or not contract lows, but uh, recent lows on the uh, uh, on the bean market uh, within about uh, three cents of uh, contract lows of the corn. Uh, you're seeing pressure coming in across uh, all the, uh, the the ag markets uh, at, uh, to start uh, a little bit uh, this this week. So we are going into USDA report. Uh, nothing that really looks crazy at this point. Uh, down about 13 million uh, bushels on the corn side of things for the U.S., uh, up about 5 million bushels on the uh, the soybean side, so getting a little bit uh, a little bit less tight. Uh, that'll be uh, uh, perceived as, as bearish, even though uh, it's it's only 5 million metric ton, or 5 million bushels. But uh, uh, as we go into uh, uh, into this week, we are still concerned about some of these uh, some of this heat and dryness in Argentina. Now that is going to alleviate. We're going to see some rain come in, but that heat might have done a little bit of damage. The problem is we can't quantify that just yet. So uh, it's one of those things where you have to assume we've got a crop down there until they tell us otherwise. And speaking of heat and dryness, Greg, I was looking at the drought monitor for the United States recently, and I don't know if it was uh, just all of the snowfall that we recently got or if it was uh, some rain mixed in with that as well, but we finally started to make a dent in some of those very extreme dry areas, which bodes well for the start of next growing season. Absolutely. This uh, this El Nino that is uh, is starting to weaken uh, has helped us uh, uh, maybe recover a little bit of that soil moisture, especially uh, over the winter where it's been fairly mild. But uh, like you said, there there's been some uh, some snow and some rain as of late. Some of these uh, some of these storms that have come through have done a done a number uh, on uh, bringing back up that uh, that soil moisture, and it doesn't look like it's going to be. A, uh, a major issue as we go into planting at this point. So we'll continue to watch that, but uh, uh, we will be watching for the potential for a shift back to as uh, to La Nina as we talk about uh, uh, El Nino uh, backing off, going back to more of a neutral uh, uh, neutral Enzo. We start to talk about the uh, the uh, La Nina coming back, and that does bring some uh, some dryness to to the plains that can uh, kind of radiate out a little bit, but. That at this point is more of a July, August, or August, September type thing, if it even happens. That January WASD report is a very important report because it kind of wraps up some of the year-end numbers. Where does the February report fall into the kind of important scale when we think about all of these WASD reports that we receive throughout the year? Well, considering we had just gotten all of this information in, in January, a lot of times it's not a big mover because there's there's not a, a lot of things that have changed. We'll kind of watch for maybe some adjustments to uh, to South American uh, production, but a lot of times uh, what happens is uh, we don't see major changes, especially on the U.S. side of things. Uh, you know, production is is pretty well locked in uh, based off of what they gave us. In, in January. So seeing some minor changes, a lot of that is going to be about uh, what we're doing uh, from a demand standpoint, whether that's exports, whether that's ethanol or crush in the uh, in the case of uh, soybeans. So uh, we could see some uh, some issues there. The uh, the soybeans we are expecting maybe to uh, to drop those uh, drop that export demand side of things uh, down about 
10 uh, million bushels, which uh, again kind of leads you to that uh, that increase to the uh, uh, to the ending stock. The, the safe haven, or at least the uh, the saving grace for the uh, the soybeans right now, is that we are crushing at a uh, at a record pace. So that does help uh, offset some of that loss from the uh, the export side. On the other side of the ag marketplace, what's happening in the livestock complex? Livestock uh, on the uh, on the uh, cattle side of things does still look good. We're holding this uptrend. Uh, we uh, we found uh, strength to uh, to close out last week, uh, so the uh, the fat cattle market uh, does still look very good. We retested that uh, 184 level against the uh, the April contract as we went into uh, into option expiration for the February. So the April is now your your main contract for uh, uh, for volume and open interest, and and it, it looks good. I, I think we're uh, we're up against a little bit of uh, resistance on the charts when coming into uh, to longer term moving averages. But as far as right now, uh, it's it's doing okay. You go out to the uh, to the hog side of things, and it's uh, it's a little bit mixed. The uh, the the side of things with the with China are, are still a little bit up in the air, but as far as anything, we're still holding a an uptrend, and that looks pretty good. We're, we've been uh, we've seen a couple of times where we've seen the market take off. It's backed off and gone and gone a little bit sideways, but now it's taken off again. We did finish with a slightly higher move on uh, uh, on Friday after a couple of down days, but uh, really those couple of down days didn't hurt us uh, after what we'd seen on uh, on Tuesday. Strong move higher. And speaking of the recent strong move higher for the hogs, when you look at it, are you looking at this as more of a technical move of just kind of the natural correction of the numbers, or is there an outside source that's causing this in your opinion? Well, I think we're we're starting to see um, uh, the uh, the the meat side of things uh, start to to rebound, and that's that's helping the pork. Uh, uh, Pork is seeing uh, seeing better demand. We've seen good demand uh, to start the year for uh, for exports as well. So I think that's uh, that's starting to uh, to add on to uh, uh, to what we're seeing as far as this recovery uh, that we've we've basically been seeing for about the last uh, uh, four to five weeks. Greg McBride of Allendale, our guest here today. Greg, thanks so much for the time. What's the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? Give us a call at 800-2-MARKET. That's 800-262-7538. Thanks so much, sir. Have a great week. All right. Thanks, Mark. That was Greg McBride with Allendale. It is time now for a check of the numbers. March corn down two even at 440 and three quarters. March soybeans down three and three quarters at 1184 and three quarters. March soybean meal down a dollar even at 355.80. March soybean oil down 10 cents at 4463. Chicago wheat down three even at 596 and three quarters. Minneapolis wheat down six and three quarters at 693 even. Kansas City hard red wheat down six and a quarter at 618 and three quarters. And March oats up one and three quarters at 373 and a half. On the Merck, February live cattle up 17 cents at 18072. March feeder cattle up 35 cents at 245.15. February lean hogs down 60 cents at 74.85. February pork cutout down 75 cents at 87.25. And class 3 milk down 5 cents at 16.22. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.